Coastal Under Further Review. I'm Kata. I'm Andrew. I'm live from Phoenix, Arizona, everybody. Yeah, we're we're doing the thing. Um just just living the dream. Um Andrew's favorite hobby is abandoning me. I'm so. really sorry. I you know, I was um I knew I would be gone. I knew that. I just totally forgot to tell you. I also forgot to tell you that I would be gone for, for two Mondays. But we were able to make this one work. I'm happy about that. Yeah, no. That that was good because I couldn't find anyone to do the show with me. So <laughs> um and next week you're gone. Yeah, you're gone next week too. So next week we'll we'll figure something out. But this week we were able to actually figure it out so we can go live together and talk about mm-hmm. a bunch it's, of cool things. It's a weird um like interview type thing because I started the live video from the UFR page and it's like I'm having you up in this little box here. Yeah. Which is fun. Like I'm right here. An interview. Hi. There she is. Hi. Hi. All right. Um, what are you drinking? What do you have over there? I have a really big espresso martini. <laughs> I have a very large glass of Arnold Palmer that I mixed with like rum that I found. So Cheers. 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 Oh god. Oh that's good. Oh Joe yep. did a good it job. Even, it even hurts. I had Joe it doing my two my hours in the best. Day. Hooray. So so we don't have any yeah. polls this week. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have any polls this week, guys, because it's been a busy week. But we do have uh, a segment that I like to call uh, official show business because there's no business like official show business. That's right. That's damn right. Um, what's the schedule for the, for the upcoming week? What's, what's happening? That's what I have written down. So, here. yeah. So this week we've got, we've got some stuff going on. Next week we're going to have a guest host. Andrew's in Arizona. We've covered all that. Um, so next week, um, again, a little up in the air, but the week after we wanted to let you guys know, we know we've been absolutely terrible to you and to each other. Um, uh, mostly actually mostly we've been pretty too. nice to each other. Well, because we haven't, we haven't been doing our dares. And so, uh, Monday, the 21st, we're going to do this massive dare conglomeration episode. Uh, it's going to be trash. Yep. We're really excited. Um, so all the dares that we've missed out on to this day are going to be on Monday, the 21st, in addition to some usual sports talk. Um, and then, uh, this is a big save the date for our New York fam and anyone who wants to come in for it, please come and hang out with us on Monday, January 28th. Save the date. We are doing a massive ass party right here. And by here, I mean where I am, not where he is, at Manhattan Proper. Um, We have our bar space from like six-ish to nine-ish. There's gonna be karaoke. There's gonna be raffles. Um, There's gonna be free stuff, free drinks, free whatever as our big- Specialty cocktails. Specialty cocktails by Gem and Bolt, this amazing mezcal company that wants to work with us. Um, they do really great work. They're all about supporting artists and women and like all the things that we're all about. So um, we're working with them and with Manhattan Proper and a few other people, and we're doing a big event. Please come. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna we're gonna promote the crap out of this thing. 
We're going to promote the crap out of this thing. Monday the 28th, last Monday of the month. Do we want to just hop right in? What do we think? Let's jump into our stuff. Yeah. Um, let's talk about what is arguably the biggest story of the wild card playoffs this week. And that is that uh, the Eagles upset the Bears. And um, in, in what it was, I thought it was very surprising. Um, yeah, I'm a little I, told, pu- I told you before the, I told you before the game that I would take the bears at six and a half. Like I thought it would, I thought it would be like a 23 to 10 game. I wasn't expecting a close game, much less the Eagles to win. So no, no. Um, and it's crazy. I'm like I am too. And I'm a little upset <clears throat> to be quite honest. Um, because the thing is, is that this poor kid, Cody Parkey is getting all this heat for missing the field goal kick, but he didn't miss it. You go back and you look at the frame by frame and the ball was very clearly de- like deflected. Um, now you've got fucking but Eagles also, fans. But also like it had the distance to get there. Like I feel bad for Cody Parkey for missing the field goal, but the thing had the distance. Right. And it's just, it's just like this guy's entire season came full circle in one, in one kick last uh, on, uh, on Sunday last night. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the, the dude hit four posts in one game in the regular season and then his season and probably his Chicago Bears career ends um, on the upright of that kick. Um, I feel bad for right. him. He's probably not, but he's not going to be playing for the Bears next year. He's definitely, he'll definitely be somewhere else. Well, but it's just, it sucks because it's not his fault. And honestly, like, as far as the Bears are concerned, like, Cody Parkey's kind of the MVP of the game. Like, he scored most of their points. And yeah. now you've got you've got the fucking Eagles fans Venmoing the kid because they like that, feel bad that he's not going to have a job like oh right. man it's just it's I mean, just so upsetting <laughs> I feel so bad for poor him guy. Yeah me too um but at the same time though like it's your job to make kicks like look at um in the AFC Championship game a couple years ago when uh, the kicker for the Ravens Billy Cundiff missed that field goal he got cut from mm-hmm. the team and then they found Legatron after that. Um, Blair Walsh in Minnesota missed his kick, gone right. from the team. I mean, if, you're, if your job is to make kicks and you don't make kicks regardless of circumstance, that's what happens. Sorry. You cost your team a okay, win, Parky. I, I feel bad and everything. And, yeah, it was deflected, but at the same time, it, it wasn't deflected enough to completely, um, like, dissuade the ball from its course. It still had the distance to get there. I thought it bounced off the upright and through. On first class. Yeah, that was that was what we were looking at too, and then we saw it hit um, hit the crossbar. But like, I, I don't, I've watched it many times. I still haven't seen it hit the crossbar, but I believe you. No, it definitely did. But um, yeah. but it's crazy. Like, I mean, if you're gonna bring up other kickers, though, what about Mason Crosby and his shit show of a performance for the first half of the season for the Packers? True. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with Mason Crosby. Um, I don't think the Packers will cut him just because he's traditionally been pretty good maybe he just had a bad year this year i don't know i mean for the patriots well, yeah. Gaskowski's quality has gone down dramatically but he's still there i mean he's yeah. not missing five kicks in a game but still i mean i just i just don't think that this this game loss last night can be blamed on cody parkey i think what we saw last night particularly i mean and and the cody parkey kick is a perfect example of this was really good defense from both teams making yeah. it such a low scoring game. And, um, mm-hmm. and I just, I have a really hard time believing this is his fault. Not to mention, by the way, we saw 
incredible play for the most part from both Nick Foles and from Mitchell Trubisky. And, um, I mean, it was really, it was anyone's game to win until this one flub because the first kick was good. And then he used the timeout and here we are with the Eagles in the playoffs once more. Right. I know you're just as unhappy about it as I am. I am. If you go back to um, the last Eagles drive when they was 15 to 10 and the Eagles mm-hmm. um, got all the way down the field, the Bears stopped them three times on, on, um, on the goal line. Like they had, they had right. to not even allow the touchdown to, to go up 16 to 10. And then the Bears defense, which has been so good all season long, uh, blinked at the last possible moment and, you know, right. let the Eagles score. Um, right. And thank God for, thank God for Tariq Cohen for being able to like, get a good return on the kickoff. But I mean, there are many, many things that, uh, that uh, resulted in, in this. It didn't have to come to this. It just kind of sucks that it did. And it's all being kind of uh, put on this, on this one poor guy. You know? Yeah, I know. So. It's really unfortunate. Um, but yeah. I mean, I guess best wishes to Cody Parkey. He said, he said to Diana Rossini after the game, um, he's like, all I really want to do right now is go hang out with my wife and my dog. <laughs> everyone's commenting like, uh, yeah, well, you're going to have a lot of time with your wife and your dog after this. And I just feel terrible. Oh, sure. Am. It's no, yeah. there's no reason um, like he had a bad game with the lions, but he needs to lose his spot. I don't know if you saw it. It was very good. Yeah, it was great. Um, well, cheers to Cody yeah. Parkey. Best to you, my, yeah, my I bud. To that. Cheers to you, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chargers yeah. uh, defeated the Ravens in a game that actually like became close. Um, mm-hmm. They beat them twenty three to twenty three to sixteen. Um, the Eagles were uh, the Eagles. The Ravens were down by a lot, uh, and then all of a sudden it's you know it's a fourteen point game, and now it's a seven point game. Uh, there was mm-hmm. talk that the Charger, that the Ravens would uh, were doing so badly that they would bring in Joe Flacco. Do we think that John Harbaugh did the right thing by sticking with Lamar Jackson in that game? How do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, this is a big question because I think the, you know, Flacco has been well now for several weeks and they've continued to play Lamar Jackson because obviously he's proven himself pretty studly. Um, Great for him, but like maybe like, I, I mean, look, I'm a firm believer that unless you are willing to give up a game, which obviously in the wild card, you're not really willing to do if you're like a sensible team and you're not down mm-hmm. by like 30 plus points, you don't change your starting lineup. Like it's just something okay. you don't do. It's, it's the difference between like, like if you're up 30 points and you want to put the rookie in, or if you're down 30 points and you want to like put the rookie in or whatever, that's one thing. But when the game is not like a literal 30 point differential, I don't think you change your starting lineup, no matter how sure. bad Lamar Jackson was yesterday for most of the game up until the fourth quarter. Um, I don't think it, it would have been a good idea to play Flacco. True. Um, my, so my counter argument to this is what about, I mean, I know it was in um, because of an injury, but my look at, I know it's in it's college, but look at like Tua for Alabama, for example, mm-hmm. during the national sure. championship game last year, um, uh, the quarterback, Hurts uh, uh, went down, and then Tua came back and like you know dominated and led the team to victory. You know, sure. sometimes I mean with Joe Fla- with Joe Flacco, you know what you're going to get. But I'm just saying, with Tua, you really didn't. You never know what could happen in that situation. You know, the backup com- the backup could come in and have a huge game. Um, but I sure I think that I think that Harbaugh I think that Harbaugh was right to stick with the hot hand, 
And uh, I mean, if he had let them back from that from that deficit, like he had uh, he had under a minute, but it was a reasonable length of field to go. Um, if he had pulled it out, we wouldn't be having this conversation, honestly. Right. Right. I, I 100% agree. But and, and he did a lot. I mean, Lamar led them back quite a bit in the fourth quarter. But I and I don't yep. know what happened in between. I don't know whether it was just locker room talk during halftime or what. But like that fourth quarter was a strong quarter for Lamar Jackson. And um, and, you know, particularly Agreed. going up against, good. you he know, the real Eagles. Good in the fourth quarter. Too little too late, though. I, exactly. And the Eagles defense was proved themselves to be kind of underrated. Like they were pretty good. Um, yeah. As I mean, obviously we, we look at that and um, sorry, did I say the Eagles defense? Yep. I don't, I'm losing my mind. It's fine. Anyways, yeah. we, we are looking at, we were looking at the chargers defense and they were actually pretty good. And um, I think, I, I think they made the right decision to stick with him. It really sucks that they couldn't pull one out. But it's all right because, honestly, I do think that the Chargers are a more competitive team. And now for the week ahead, if I'm going to segue, um, we're looking at a much more competitive you. I see you matchups. With that segue. That yeah. segue. This is a very – there you go. <laughs> this is a very intriguing matchup. I think Chargers Patriots. I said I said last week that yeah. the Chargers defense that the Chargers are like subtly really good, and I think a lot of people are overlooking them because you've got mm-hmm. between uh, you've got and you've got um, Houston, who's been the third seed. We know they're really good. We've got the Colts and Andrew Luck, who's the comeback player of the year this year, and we've got Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, whose defense is really good. But I feel like no one's talking about the about the Chargers. Um, I picked the Chargers because why not? Because it'll piss you off. Because, because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I really, I do. Honestly, I know the Patriots are obviously like, like Vegas says they're gonna win. I think the spread is like five and a half or something. Um, I wouldn't be surprised I, if it goes to six and a half by Sunday. Well, and and they've had their their bye week. They're playing at home. Like, everything is kind of stacked up for the Patriots to win, and that is exactly when the Patriots know how to fuck themselves sideways. Okay. Not at home in the divisional playoff game. This is what's called the tomato can game for the Patriots. Phillip Rivers is 0-7 against the Patriots, and I don't think that this one will be any different. Um, Patriots win by at least 10 on Sunday. But but Phillip Rivers has defied all stats from, up uh, like, this year – he has done an incredible okay. job proving himself to be a worthwhile quarterback. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going with the Chargers. I think that they can the pull stat, something out. The one stat he has not defied is that he is still 0-7 against New England. So, I don't know. We'll see on Sunday. Um, we'll see. How do you feel about this Colts-Chiefs um, game? Next, I, think this, I think this is a trap Yeah, game. the next Saturday game. Yeah. Colts Interesting. Chiefs. And I can, see, I can see here on our run sheet that you have picked the Colts, and I would like to know why. I did. I think it's a trap game for Kansas City. These okay. two teams have history together. Remember the last time that they played? It was like the greatest football game of all time where the Colts were down by like like 25 points and came back to win in overtime. Like 38-31 or something like that. I know the game's mm-hmm. an arrowhead, but I just, I feel, and I know the Colts haven't given us any reason to think that they should beat Kansas City, but I have, a, I have a, an interesting feeling about this game. I mean, you saw the, the Chiefs play against the Ravens, 
and as uh, mm-hmm. they almost lost that game as well. I think the Colts' defense is better than you mm-hmm. give them than, than we give them credit for. Something about this game tells me that it's and when it's Andrew Luck against Patrick Mahomes and the chips are down, that Andrew Luck pulls it out, and I think the Colts win in Arrowhead. You know. I, Captain Andrew Luck, you can't deny now that he's been gifted this beautiful offensive line to protect him and he can stay within the pocket or occasionally maneuver his way out because he feels like stacked. It, I mean, you, there's really no telling what's going to happen. Um, Paul, we're going to get to your comment in a second. I just want to say that there's really no fighting Patrick Mahomes and the only people, I mean, no, that's not true. There have been a few worthy challengers this past season. But I think they want their title, and they're going to come and get it. And I think uh, what I'm going to say is going to sound really rude. But, um, but Andrew Luck and his Colts are, are has-beens on a comeback round. And, and it's great, but like, it's like you're saying right now, Paul. Mahomes has weapons. Like, there's absolutely no way that those weapons can get, can't get past, like, a, a kind of faltering Colts defense you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So the Colts have the, the Chiefs have weapons, but it's not like the Colts don't have weapons too. You know, T.Y. Hilton's had a great I know. season. Eric Ebron's come out of a dumpster fire to you know be one of the best tight ends in football. Marlon Mack is a Marlon really Mack rookie. He's going to be incredible down the stretch. Also, the Chiefs secondary is garbage. Okay, like if you can get past that front that front four that front seven, and you can you know complete some passes. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. you can give the Chiefs a run for their money. I mean, I you're gonna, we'll ha- you're gonna have the- to out- you're gonna have to outduel them anyways. I mean, if you're gonna beat them, you're not gonna beat them. You know, fourteen to ten. You know, you're gonna you're you're gonna have to beat them thirty five to thirty two or something like that. It's gonna it you're, it's gonna have to be a shootout in order for you to beat Kansas City. But I think the Colts can do it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. The Chiefs have been a playoff playoff pick since the beginning of the season, and I'm kind of running with them. Paul, real quick, I want to yeah. address your your comment about. Um, Paul said, playoff Brady is deaf better, and Bill will pull out the real playbook, the one with the P.I. calls for them. Andrew, do you have anything to respond to our friend Paul about that? Yeah. Uh, he's not wrong. Um, <laughs> I would say that that's an accurate assessment. Uh, I feel like I was he's not wrong. saying that we – yeah, I was saying that we don't – we haven't seen the full potential of this Patriots offense yet. And I think we're going to see some things in the playoffs that we haven't seen yet, especially with Josh McDaniels, like with one foot out the door. Um, as for the pass interference calls. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't have they, their receivers are shells of them. Most of their receivers are shells of their former selves. And if you can, you know, draw some penalties, if you were any other team in football and you would want to you know, draw, you would want to draw a couple PI penalties if you could, you know, that's the way the game's yeah, but- Sorry. But also, like you just said, you're like, we haven't really seen the offense that they have their full potential, whatever. But they're also, they are, they are shells of themselves. We've seen really bad or at least like significantly worse than normal Rob Gronkowski. We've seen a pretty useless Julian Edelman. We've seen, I mean, the young kids are doing great, but we're going to touch on um, a little bit later in the show. Um a little bit more about what we're looking at as far as the draft goes. Um, but I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Let's move to Sunday's games. Um, the first one, we both agree that the Rams are going to absolutely slaughter the Cowboys. But I want to know why, because the Rams have actually had some pretty questionable games lately. What are you thinking? 
sorry, tying back to your last point uh, about the Patriots, when it comes sure. down to it, you only have to win three. When it, when it comes down to it from this point on, you only have to win three games. You know? Sure. I mean, I know it's the playoffs, but you only have to win three games. But we're talking, okay. we're talking about the Rams. The Rams have kind of uh, stuttered in December. You know, they lost two in a row. Um, I don't think this game is going to com- be a complete walkover for them, even if it is at the Coliseum. Um, I think the Cowboys can give them trouble. But I think the, I think the game so will be close. You- um, I, I just think the, I think the Rams are the better team. I think the Rams are the better team, and I, I hate Dallas. So that's, that's my reasoning. That's fair. I, I have very similar reasoning. Cheers to that. Um, cheers to that. Cheers. Fuck Dallas. Um, no, I think, um, I think there's something to be said for – I mean, they might have we, – we have no idea what's going on in L.A. right now. There's a very good chance that they knew they were playoff bound and that, you know, they decided, all right, let's, let's give everybody a little rest and then come back strong or whatever. But um, – I think it's important to um, consider that Sean McVay has done nothing except surprise everyone this year, as has Jared Goff. Jared Goff, my fantasy quarterback, was absolutely just incredible for me this year in fantasy, but also really showed his potential as like a really young player in the league. And I feel a lot better about his performance with his various wide receiving weapons um, and Sean McVay's coaching, one, now that the playoff, the time is now, like, no fucking around. Um, I feel a lot better about that than I do the Cowgirls, who continuously disappoint. Um, Eagle Saints. How many points are the Saints going to win by? I want to say I'm going to give it a solid 26. <laughs> I'm going to say 26, 26. points. I like I just, I, like I feel, I would feel a lot better. I'd say like 30, quite honestly, if the Eagles defense didn't show the fuck yeah. up this week, but here we are playing I'm like teams playing a good I'm Eagles scared. defense. Who did, who did you pick? Yeah. I picked the Eagles just because I'm really scared. I'm really scared of Nick Falls. He's <laughs> got oh, that no. big, big Nick energy, no. you know? Yeah. Um, Big Nick energy. He's, he's Napoleon Dynamite. If the Eagles win this game, they will win the Super Bowl. That's my prediction. If they win That's this game, they'll, they'll repeat. The... They'll win the Super Bowl again. Oh, here we Coming go, Andrew. I love just lost last year. I I love this right now. I love what you've just said because it's bringing me back to our vintage form of debate, like when we first met and we're like doing this thing, like just talking mm-hmm. about. Oh, you're, that's a hot take right there. If the Eagles win this game, that they will win the Super Bowl. I think wow. so. I think if, if they, they beat the best team in football, that propels them to a win in Santa Clara. No, Atlanta. That's where the Super Bowl is. Right. So do you, so you think they will win this game? Uh, um, instinct tells me that this is another trap game. I think both number one seeds go down this weekend. All right. Moving on. Um, yep, moving on. <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. I think I, I think you're cheers horribly, to, horribly wrong. My, cheers to me and my cold takes. That was pretty hot. I got to tell you. Thanks. Appreciate it. And by hot, I mean, like, Thanks. it was a Good hot try. take, like, not sexy. Um, all right. Let's move on. Oh. All um, right. <laughs> let's talk real quick. While we're talking about um, um, football and these dynamic quarterbacks, um, I want to know who – which teams have the best five quarterbacks this year? Or, I mean, wait, hang on. Phrasing. Um, which teams have the best quarterbacks? Top five. 
And um, okay. just because now we're talking, can we're I talking about all these different quarterbacks. No, you can go first. But we're just we're talking about all these different quarterbacks and all these like different stats and blah blah blah. And now we're in this playoff season, and teams should be winning that aren't winning and blah blah blah. And I just want to know your thoughts. Let's go with you first. All right. So my top five are Patrick Mahomes first. The dude had 50 touchdown passes. He had 417 fantasy points, which is like 40 more than the next guy. Um, I think he is he is the top quarterback from this year. Um, second is Drew Brees. Just because the Saints have been unstoppable this season, they found their groove. They ended up at 13-3. and three. I have Jared Goff at number three. I think the Rams have been, um, despite all the injuries, the fact that they were able to finish at 13-3 at and three is an accomplishment. Um, number four is Philip Rivers. You've seen what the Chargers have been able to do. They're probably the, um, the most under-the-radar team of, uh, of the, the playoff teams that are left. Uh, and in fifth, I have Ben Roethlisberger, actually. Despite the shortcomings of the Steelers, and I've seen this more in fantasy than, than anything else. He has put that team on his back time and time and time and time again. So uh, uh, I know quarterbacks like Andrew Luck have had great seasons. Um, I think you're wrong to mention Nick Foles in your, in your honor, as an honorable mention. I mean, Oh, just, hey, hey, hey. Let me get there. Okay. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All Who right. are your top five? All right. All right. My number one is Drew Brees. I think he's done... I think he's the most underrated. I mean, not so much anymore in the last couple of weeks, but he was the most underrated quarterback in the NFL, consistently performing well, suddenly has like a slew of men to throw and a hand and whatever the ball to like, like Breeze has done a remarkable job. And I, I would love to see Drew Brees in the Super Bowl. Um, I have Mahomes as my two, so our one and two are switched for the same reasons that you do. Mahomes has absolutely been a, a superstar um, child quarterback. Um, I, uh, I'll stop at my number three because Jared Goff is your number three, and um, he didn't even make my list. Um, that was a rough decision for me because he did a lot for me in fantasy, and I think he is he has the makings of an elite quarterback, but I just don't think that when you look at, I think you can credit a lot of what he has done to what he's doing on the team as a whole. And I don't think it's just him. I don't think you can blame the Rams' success on Jared Goff. Um, so my number three is Andrew Luck, who has come back, used the weapons to his advantage as opposed to just the teams. And um, he's been amazing. Number four, we have the same one, Philip Rivers, same reasons. And my number five is Mitchell Trubisky. Um, who just keeps fighting. We saw him even yesterday. We saw him limping off the field after he ran a ball, which is what Mitchell Trubisky does. He runs the ball um, because he is a very mobile quarterback, which the league doesn't often see. But that in conversation with the Chicago Bears defense, which we know is absolutely fire, um, makes, I think, Mitchell Trubisky in the top five quarterbacks of this year we're talking this year um and my honorable mention is Nick Foles because he's amazing but I the one thing that I just want to say before we continue this conversation is that the reason I posed this question is that um when I I posed the question and I posed it because I don't think Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers who are the two quarterbacks in the GOAT conversation make the list. And I didn't expect you to agree with me. Oh, no, I absolutely agree with you. I think Rodgers and Brady have had subpar seasons. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I mean, it I, could be that Brady, it could be that Brady's hurt and Brady doesn't have the weapons to throw to anymore. And Rodgers just had a, Rogers mm -hmm. just had a bad year. 
you know? I mean, the dude's yeah. been riddled with, riddled with injuries and things like that. Um, it's been a bad year for both quarterbacks. How Aaron Rodgers ended up as a Pro Bowl selection, I have no, I have no clue. I'm sorry. Right. I don't. I honest, I don't think, honestly, I, don't think I haven't even looked at the Pro Bowl. I, I haven't even looked yeah, at the Pro was, Bowl uh, stats yet. Rodgers and Devontae Adams for Green Bay. So Adams I get, All not right. so much Aaron Rodgers. Well, we'll so. see who he throws to. Um, my, I guess so. My thing about um, Mitch Trubisky, though, is that he didn't – I mean, he was hurt it's Mitchell. for a couple of games. Mitchell, whatever. Um, he and Chase Daniel came in and won a game or two for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So maybe it's okay. just a testament to how good the team is, and not necessarily as not necessarily how good Mitchell Trubisky is. That's my only reason for so, not including him in my top five. So you're essentially negating Mitchell Trubisky the same way that I negated Jared Goff. It's more about the yeah. team effort. Uh huh. I feel you. Okay. And you can make a case for the you can make a case for the Rams having you know the Rams the team being better than, you know, Goff the quarterback. I get that. Okay, cool. Well, then I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, Real quick, we also, we want to keep things current. We want to keep things real. Let's talk real quick about this national championship game tonight. Oh, do we have to? I don't really want to. (laughs) Oh, all right. Uh, No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We don't have to. Let's go. No, no, no. I flew over Phoenix this morning, and uh, there were a lot of Clemson fans at the airport flying to San Jose out of Phoenix. So there's a lot of, lot wow. of orange and purple out there. Yeah. That's exciting. I mean, obviously, look. So here's the thing. I'm stacked, like, personally with my history. I have a cousin who went to Bama. Nick Saban is Croatian, which you all know I am very, very Croatian. Um, I, uh, Clemson defeated Notre Dame, which is, like, probably the college team that I have the most affiliation towards. Um, I have every reason to want Bama to win this game, and I do not. And I also want to put in that Trevor Lawrence looks like a Sphinx cat, even though he has hair and um, a lot of hair. (laughs) And just like I I have written here, just like the ever powerful Sphinx, he will be the key driver leading to victory over Bama. I'm feeling optimistic. I'm picking Clemson. I am a bandwagon Clemson fan after going to a game. Is there a way that both teams can lose this game? I just, I, I, ugh. No, this game is not appealing to me at all. I don't anticipate watching it tonight. Um, although I probably will check. You're in not going to watch it. Um, I will check in on it. I don't know. I don't have any interest in it. Why would I watch it if I don't have interest in it? Trevor. Lawrence I can't believe you're sucks. not going to watch Trevor it. Lawrence. No, Trevor Lawrence looks like a Sphinx cat. I agree. He sucks. <laughs> um, he looks like he looks he like does. a douchebag. bag. He's yeah. like he's got that face that's like he's got a very punchable face. Very punchable. Yes, it's a very Nick Foles face, actually. Yeah. They look um, a lot alike. I'm taking Alabama. I'm taking Alabama by 21 because I said at the beginning of the year they were going to wreck everyone. There was a week where Clemson almost lost, Notre Dame almost lost, and then Alabama almost punted twice. That's how good that team is. Alabama by a million tonight. I'm just, I'm just so disappointed. Yeah. I'm just. So I'm, I'm still salty over Notre Dame. I'm still salty over Notre Dame losing. I really I am. I can see that. Yeah. All right. I don't yeah. want to talk about this anymore. Right. Let's move on. Um, uh, s- second to last topic. The last one's really short, so we'll let you guys go soon. Um, real quick, this topic is called What Happens in Vegas? We're going to start doing this one every week um, leading up to the NFL draft. I thought we should start this week after all these bowls that we watched last week. Um, and what happens in Vegas 
is um, is where we make predictions about our own teams, about other teams, whatever. Right now, almost every um, expert expert um, has Dwayne Haskins going to the Giants at like what, like the eighth pick or something. I don't know. Anyways, like um, yep. I just want to put out in the open that I don't want him. And if we take a quarterback in the first round, I'm going to be really upset. And I probably would have considered Justin Herbert if he didn't decide to defer. But now I definitely think that we need to be looking at the Giants offensive line and um, backing that up a little bit more. I was thinking I'm one of the reasons I'm actually excited about the game tonight. I was looking at offensive tackle Jonah Williams from Alabama. Okay. Tell me I more. think maybe I just think that maybe he'd be a really good fit on the Giants. I um, looking at his play and the way he protects a mobile quarterback like Tua, um, which we don't obviously have right now, but will likely we will probably lean towards after Eli is done, someone a little bit more mobile um, in the future. I, I think it'd be a good idea to scoop him up. Um, but that's just my thoughts on, on the Giants draft right now, looking after, after bowl games, and I'm excited to see kind of what he does tonight. What do you think? Um, how are, how are um, the Patriots looking draft-wise? Well, we need a quarterback and we need a safety. Um, the, the, um, the experts have suggested Daniel Jones from Duke, which is an interesting pick. Um, that's really all I've got for you right now. The Patriots are uh, going to get some compensatory picks. They have three picks. They have four picks in the first three rounds, thanks to trades from Chicago and Detroit. Um, I never know how the Patriots are going to pick. I'm still baffled by the Sonny Michelle pick, like earlier yeah. last year. I yeah. still, still don't get it. I mean, you know, it seems to have worked out so far, but um, I never know how the Patriots pick in these things. But, uh, yeah, they need a quarterback. I agree with you. Um, Daniel Jones, sure. Who, who knows? Who the hell knows how these picks are going to turn out? So um, quarterbacks and safeties, as far as safeties go, I, I don't have anything for you right now. But that's what I'm looking forward to is which quarterback cool. the Patriots going to go with. Well, we just wanted to introduce the topic mostly because we are going to, I mean, you know, what with NFL it'll get, it'll season get kind of coming to a close. I typically, I typically don't, like, pay that much attention to the draft because once the football season's over, like, we're on to – the hockey playoffs and baseball and all that. So this will get me talking about the draft tonight. This is good that we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. I just want to start the conversation. If anyone so. has any thoughts about um, draft picks or, or people, I mean, look, I we all know that Andrew watches a lot of college football. I watch kind of what's interesting to me um, and the big games. But if there's anyone you guys think that should be on our radar, shoot us a comment, shoot us a message, let us know. Um, We'll do our research. We want you guys to be a part of this with us as we start preparing for uh, the new football season as the current one is coming to a close. Um, all right. Last but not least, um, we haven't we've seen each other twice in the last three weeks, and they were both this weekend. Um, on Friday, I was bartending here, and you came in, and I almost burst into tears because I was so happy to see you because I missed you so much. Um, yeah, you literally then, jumped into my arms. It was very funny. Yeah, you like flung me around. It was a whole big thing. Um, and then I saw you yesterday for about five minutes when I was like recovering from my hangover. So um, then, uh, but I wanted to ask you just real quick, what's kind of been your jam these past few weeks since I haven't seen you? Like, like I know I started been... binge watching Ballers, which is essentially a big NFL commercial, but really funny <laughs> and entertaining. But that's all I've done this these um, past few weeks without you. So, 
I've been writing. I've been writing a lot. I have my my best of twenty eighteen um, post up on my blog that went up uh, last week. Um, we've been busy closing mm-hmm. down um, the show that I work at, the Broadway show I work at, uh, Head Over Heels, which closed last night, and that was a really big emotional time for all of us. Um, we were saying goodbye to a lot of people. It was very sad. It was very emotional. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been working so much, and I'm really happy to be on vacation right now. So yeah, that's what's been my jam. Good. Well, I'm glad you're jamming, cool. and I miss you. And um, I can't I wait you to. Yeah, I can't wait to hang out soon, and um, like hopefully really soon. But, anyways, uh, I think we're done here. Um, I think but so too. thanks everyone for watching. Sorry for the disjointedness. We're gonna try to get better technology the next time we do this. But this kind of worked out. This wasn't terrible. Yeah. Leave your thoughts in the comments. Give us your input. If you guys have any ideas or are technologically inclined, come find us. And um, please. Oh, and one more. Please come and find one us. More thing. We need help. One more thing. Today we featured the music of Stuart Taylor, who's a very, very, very close friend of mine in my life. Um, we're looking for new musicians to feature. We're tired of using the same songs and artists that everybody knows. So uh, if you're a musician or you know musicians and local bands um, and you guys want your music featured on our show, uh, shoot us a message on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or comment or whatever. And, uh, and we're going to take a listen to some new music. So that'll be good. Be very helpful. Also, don't forget, January 28th is our big, big event. Please Woo! come. It's going to be great. There's going to be it's... specialty things, like our page, so you can get the thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll give you, you all the details. Watchers. You. Great. We want you all right. for the Under Further Review Army. <laughs> I love that. This has been Under Further Review. Thank you for watching, everyone. I'm Kata. Cheers. You know me like clockwork, tick-tock, tick-tock, eh. You think you're so smooth, but you're big-tock, big-tock, eh. But you know how I like it. You're the only one. All right. His name is Snowball.